Good morning, Granite Creek Community Church. I am so sorry for the technical difficulties. I decided to phone it in today, so I'm not with you in spirit. Oh, and I am with you in spirit. I'm not with you in body. And it's been it's been quite um, it's been quite a, a interesting ride this last week. Um, so I, uh, I I I took a test. I took a test, and um, well, it came back. It came back positive. And um, just a lot of emotions that come uh, when you 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 get the test. And um, I I think I just need to come out and say it. Um, I'm pregnant. (laughs) I'm pregnant. Uh, I've always wanted to, I've always wanted to bear a child and I thought it was a myth, but I guess, you know, these days it can happen. So I tested positive. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I tested on Wednesday, I tested positive for COVID. Once again, this is my second go around and everyone in my family is testing positive for COVID. I haven't heard from my mom yet, but, uh, my daughter tested positive, uh, <laughs> Ironically, so my wife has been, I mean, like we're together all the time. And uh, so she's living in a house full of cooties. She has all the symptoms. She's got the sniffles and the aches and the sweats and she's got all the COVID symptoms. And yet she continues to test not negative. So I, I don't get it. But yeah, so it's been an interesting week. And not only uh, is my family testing positive, a number of our Granite Creek family is also testing positive. And it is just like, it's just kind of surreal. It's like, oh, it's like, here we go again. I'm setting up church once again in my backyard. And and I there's nothing more that I would rather do than be with you in person right now. Uh, but I, I just don't want to get you cooties. Just so you know, I feel fine. I feel great. Uh, the first couple of days were really bad. It actually felt worse than the first time around. Got some really good medication. I feel I feel wonderful. So I, I don't want you to, to feel fear if you get this. I mean, you don't want to get it. But if you do get it, you're not going to die. And so the chances are that you're just, you're just not going to die. So don't let the fear come in during this season. It is a very frustrating season. And... So when I when initially when uh, I was I tested positive, um, I got a, reached out to Pastor Michael Jones and I asked him if he would preach for it for me take my spot, and of course he said yes and he's just coming back from a missions trip. Uh, they had a great missions trip in San Diego. They they did a lot of great community service and outreach. My kid went. She's just she's still beaming about it. And so he come, he was coming off that trip, and he was willing to, to jump in and uh, and preach for us. And alas, Pastor Jones tested positive, and and he too is pregnant. And Jennifer didn't even know. I mean, she's, he's going to have a baby. I mean, they thought that they fixed this thing, but they're going to have another child. And I'm okay. I'm trying to trying to lighten the mood a bit so yeah so pastor michael got it 
Uh, a number of our other pastors got it. My dad has it. And a lot of you have it. And so once again, I kind of had to shift, had to pivot. I'm like, all right, uh, well, let's just, I'll just give, I feel great. So I'll just give the message uh, through everybody in the sanctuary on the screen. And, you know, in this, in this process, you know, if you got your bulletin, it says Pastor Michael Jones, and he was going to do the art of serving others. So he's going to shelf that. He'll do that again real soon. Uh, I was I was going to do the art of Jesus. I have got a great sermon coming up on this. All of our uh, perceptions and how we view Jesus. I'm going to present them, not all of them, but present them and and just show show you all how beautiful Jesus is. And so that one's coming up. And so today, in light of this little COVID outbreak, in light of other drama that's taking place, I just the Lord's like, you just need to laugh about this. And I'm like, really, God? Like, this isn't this isn't time for jokes. There's a lot of serious stuff going on. And I just kind of came to the realization, like, if we don't if we don't have a sense of humor, even during the toughest of times, we're, we're just not going to make it. And there is biblical principles. It's actually, it's a spiritual tool for you to have a sense of humor, like even in the darkest of times. On that note, I'm going to open up the door so my dog can come out. Everything's not working today. Okay, so... Laughter, humor, it, it, it is, if it is wielded right, if it is positioned in the right place, it's a powerful weapon that you can use in your life to overcome the fiery darts of hell. Like if you can't laugh at this stuff, if you, I mean, my studio, I'm a, I'll send you guys all a picture of this outdoor studio. I got this cool mic. I got this cool camera. I got this, you know, I got all this gear and I have it all set up on a cat scratch tower. So I have a studio. I call it my catio. You just got to laugh at this stuff right now. I mean, just when we thought that we were done, it, it's, it, here, here it comes again. So you have a choice. You have a choice to slip into despair and say, oh, we're under attack. This is spiritual warfare. I mean, it is. You know, we're under attack. This is spiritual warfare. The enemy's going to get us. And then you slip into despair and depression. That's option number one. Option number two is you say, we're under attack. Let's fight. Let's come against this negativity with the opposite spirit. The opposite spirit of depression is joy. So you choose joy. You know, Lord, I, I don't know what's going on. Uh, this is sad, but I'm going to choose to laugh. The enemy of God has got a really important strategy to dismantle us, to dismantle and to hurt me and to hurt my family. Like you guys can choose to, to, to choose the devil off and you can, you can curse at him and you can declare things against him and you can, you can say, you can't touch me. You can do all, you can put all this attention, all this focus, all this energy on who the devil is. And when you do that, you're just going to empower him more in your life. The more attention that you give him, the more power that he has in, the, in, in your life. 
So you can use that option or you can use option number two where you see what the schemes of the enemy are and you just laugh at them. You just say, really? Like, okay. Um, I guess you're gonna I guess you're gonna mess with me, but I'm not even gonna give you the dignity, Satan. I'm not gonna give you the dignity to acknowledge that that's you. And so this is one thing that you can do when you're hit with all these difficult situations in your life. What you can do is you can laugh at the enemy and you cannot give him credit. You can say, This is just life. And that way you deflate his power. And so this is what I'm doing. Like we're going through a little outbreak again. I got COVID again. I have a choice. I could say, oh, the devil gave me COVID. Or I can say, you know what? It's just life. And I'm going to choose to laugh at this situation. It's a powerful tool. Laughter can break down so many principalities and strongholds in your life. We hold, we hold captive every thought every imagination, and we make those imaginations obedient to Christ. We capture those thoughts, we recognize them for what they are, we make them obedient, and we laugh at them. And so this is what we're going to do as a church. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to laugh at this situation. It isn't easy. It's a tough situation, but we're going to say we're going to make light of it. Here we are once again in Pastor Josh's backyard. I'm praying to God that the battery in this camera does not die. i to laugh at this kind of stuff. I want to encourage you to be a believer with a sense of humor. You've got to have it. Like in 20 years of ministry, 21 years, and then even growing up in the church and, and having ministry modeled by my father, I know that if we don't have a sense of humor, it things just get too hard. You have to laugh at situations. You kind of even have to laugh at people when they act silly, when they do silly things. You have to laugh at yourself. You can't take yourself too seriously. I mean, yeah, you might be a spiritual giant, but let's just not take yourself too seriously now. Let's have a little bit of humility. A little self-deprecation can go a long way. Now... Laughter, even bad dad jokes, can get us through a hard time. It is, again, it is a tool that I use in my life. I, I want to encourage you to embrace it. Even if you are a serious, somber, black and white kind of person, I want to encourage you to laugh at certain situations. Now, like everything in this series, like everything in life, there is an art to laughter. Yes, you need to laugh. Yes, you are commanded to have joy. Yes, you are to rejoice in all things. You are to find the good in all things. So that is, that's a scriptural you know, requirement. But you can also laugh the wrong way like you can you can you cannot be right in your sense of humor and if you're not right in your sense of humor well there's a couple things that can take place you can, can begin to dismantle or wound relationships you can you know when the, the thought that you're using laughter as an enemy a tool against the enemy 
if the laughter goes into like, I don't know, perversion or if it gets twisted, if the humor is not right, if it's, um, if it's a little morbid, then, then you actually empower the enemy of God. Laughter is an art. It's a, it's a spiritual art. And I, I'm going to show you some examples of it done poorly. So, in my dating life, specifically in my courtship to Mako, um, when I was required to go to the nether, to the next level in intimacy and, and, and connection and being open and transparent with my own self, with my spouse, vice versa, uh, receiving uh, transparency from her. Like we were, we would get in and we would talk about some very deep, heavy stuff. We still do. We're married. We're always working on our marriage. Now, I just about wrecked my, my relationship with my wife in the beginning because whenever a tough conversation, uh, or a deep, like some deep stuff was being hashed out, you know, maybe Mako was telling me something really, really important in her life, and I'm trying to listen. Look, I don't know why I do this. I actually had to go to counseling for this. But when somebody is bearing their heart to me, and there's so much emotion that I'm not quite sure I know how to process the information, like I had this really weird response to laugh and giggle. So Mako would be bearing her soul to me. And then I started getting the chuckles. I'm all, <clears throat> and she's like, what's the matter with you? Why is that funny? We're not talking about something funny right now. And the laughter was inappropriate at the time. And so, yes, you need to find, you need to find a sense of humor in every situation. But you also need to be aware of your surroundings, the people that you're around, the environment, it might not be the best opportunity to tell a joke. So I had to learn to say, okay, this something serious is going on. Josh, put your big boy pants on, turn your ears on, listen intently and be responsive and don't laugh. And so that's, I had to learn how to do that. Funerals are a bad environment to tell off-color jokes. Now, I've done a number of funerals. I've done a number of memorial services. And when you are honoring the deceased, when you're honoring a loved one, uh, maybe you're telling the stories during the, the ceremony, like it's appropriate to tell a funny story. It's, it's appropriate to reminisce about a time when something funny either happened to them or happened to you or something that you guys did together. You know, if you can mix some laughter with your tears, that is a very healing process. And yet, I've had to coach people in giving messages at funerals that weren't appropriate. I'm like, <laughs> there was this one where, anyway, it was bad. This this guy thought it would be a great idea to talk about, 
you know, how this so-and-so was overweight and he was making jokes about it. Completely, completely inappropriate. When you come into a room, you, like maybe it's a heavy situation. Like you really need to, you, you need to say, okay, is this time, is this the time for me to tell a dad joke or is it time for me to sit and listen? Ecclesiastes 3, you know it well. It says there is a time and then there is a season for everything under heaven. Blah, blah, blah. There is a time to mourn and a time to laugh. And it requires wisdom to know the difference. There's a lot of people. I could have been one of them. There is a lot of people that have hurt relationships or who have never been able to go into a relationship because they don't understand the timing and they cannot read people. Sometimes people will laugh at our jokes just out of a sense of, of, uh, of pity. Like, like whenever I tell jerk jokes on Sunday morning and I get some laughs, I get some cheap laughs and you probably feel sorry for me. But laughter in the wrong place, if it is not done with wisdom, as Ecclesiastes 3 says, well, it could be detrimental. Now, laughter in situations where it is appropriate can bring, bring strength. Oh. That wasn't intentional. Proverbs 17.22 says, A laughing heart, okay? A laughing heart is good medicine. But a broken spirit saps a person's strength. So, I need strength. I mean, I got medication, I'm getting over this virus, you know. I took a bunch of pills this morning. But I also chose to say, "All right, we're going to have a good day. You're going to you're going to have fun and it's going to be a good day." Now, that is another pill I just took. Laughter is good medicine. Like that that famous saying is is a proverb. It comes from scripture. And so a lot of times when we find ourselves in the hospital, on our deathbed, uh, dealing with, with physical situations that are beyond our control, I want to give you a prescription, the prescription of laughter. you got to find something to laugh about. I mean, even in your worst situations, it, it's okay to laugh. Proverbs 31, 25 says... She, this is the woman, the Proverbs woman, she is clothed with strength and dignity. And she laughs without fear of the future. Now, that is a powerful statement. And there is, there is some paradoxes going on here. She is clothed with strength. So this is an individual who's strong. She is secure. 
the, she, there's integrity. She's stable, a stable person, right? A stable person with dignity. She's dignified. And she laughs without fear of the future. Like, this is the state that I want to get into. You know, I want to be able to say, okay, future, whatever you throw at me, whatever life brings me, Mako and I are going to choose to stand together and laugh at all the hardships and, and rejoice in all of the good things that will come. These are difficult days. I'm not a prophet. I don't know if they're going to get better or if they're going to get worse. Regardless, we need to laugh at the future. Proverbs 15, 15 says, For the despondent, every day brings trouble. All right? Every day. So if you are despondent in a negative mind space, if you're not relying on faith to trust in God with joy, with all joy, if you can't trust God with all joy, if it is a despondent spirit that is grasping hold of you every day, is trouble for you. Like Wednesday was a troubled day for me. I like tested positive. I knew I was going to have to not be with you on Sunday. It was a troubled day, but that was only one day. It doesn't have to be every day, but a despondent spirit every day is trouble for them. And you don't want that. You don't want every day to be trouble. You want every day to be filled with joy. Occasionally, you're going to have some bad days. It's life. Amen? And I love this. This is a promise that we get from Psalms 162. We are filled with laughter. We sang for joy, and the nations said, What an amazing thing the Lord has done for them. All right? So, the people, the people of God, who are filled with laughter who sing for joy. I want to, like during worship when we close the set, I want to encourage you to sing with joy. The nations will recognize that joy. The nations should recognize our laughter. And they're going to say, what an amazing people. They laugh. They laugh in, in in the midst of hard times. Okay, so in addition for my family all being infected by COVID again and numbers and numbers of my loved ones at Granite Creek who are dealing with this. So this is, this has been our week. Yeah. This has been our, this has been our battle this week. In addition to that, my father, pastor Larry Kapczynski, many of you know him, uh, he went into the hospital. He's having issues with his liver and on Wednesday, or was it Tuesday? It's all kind of blurring together right now. But basically the same time I found out I had cooties. Uh, on the same day, my father goes in. He's having, he's having issues with his liver, and he's doubling over with pain. And um, he, he drove himself to UCLA and... Uh, got checked in they gave him x-rays and so and he was in so much pain that he was throwing up and convulsing just just really hard time and i can't 
help because I have got cooties. So I can't, I can't even help my own dad in the moment. Can't help my mom, you know, with what she's going through. It was very difficult. And so he gets checked in and it's a good thing that they did because it, it has got some gallstones that were messing around with his liver. And so we actually got a problem solved by going in, but it could have been really bad if we hadn't caught this gallstone thing. Uh, realizing that it's affecting his liver, like it could have, we could be having a different conversation. Like they caught it, he's okay, he's stable, uh, he's not in pain. And I was talking to him yesterday. Oh, it was a tough time, right? He's got COVID too, by the way. So he, you know, they checked him into the hospital. Like, oh man, you're in bad shape. Oh, and by the way, you have COVID. So I mean, I mean, it's a tough time. Like, like on the edge. And so I'm talking to him yesterday. And we start joking around. There's strength in that. We start talking about who whose dog is naughtier. You know, Cora, my my Malinois or Agnes, their their new Scotty dog. Who like who's 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 naughtier? And so we're, we're we're laughing on the phone. I mean, he's in the hospital in UCLA. We can't even connect, and yet we're we we choose to laugh. Like this is this is something that's been modeled, modeled by a man of God that has been serving the Lord for some sixty-five years. He he knows how to laugh even in the hardest situations. And so, this is the practical application for you today. Look, I will encourage you to not turn on the news. If you turn on the news, you're going to hear that Europe's burning and all these other bad politics are falling apart and the economy's tanking and, and you're not going to have enough money to put gas in your car. Like, There's going to be a lot of problems if you turn on that news. And I just want to encourage you to not turn on the news. I want to encourage you to find an appropriate, funny movie, something that you can laugh. Why? Because if I need medicine, you need medicine. And I'm not talking about pharmaceuticals. I'm talking about the power of the Holy Spirit that is released, released through laughter. Laughter is medicine to the soul. And despondency and negativity, it will breed weakness and decay. So let's just not do that. You need to laugh right now. I'm sorry about my dumb, you know, uh, I tested positive, I'm pregnant jokes. That's as good as it got. Um find find something to laugh about today like just turn that frown upside down it's gonna be okay like we're gonna get we got through this before we can get through this again it, hopefully it's just a blip but we will get through this we will you will get through this come what may you will get through this and there is the hope of glory on the other side like again i don't know how bad things are gonna get I just want to equip you with, with a sense of humor. I really do. You know, I want to equip you with wisdom to know when to laugh and when to cry. I, I, want, to, I want to have you tuned in socially to where you're mourning with those that are mourning and, 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 and you're laughing with those that have found joy. It's so vital that you do this. So just turn that frown upside down and you're going to be okay. Larry, Pastor Larry, if you could come on up to the front, and we'll go ahead and close in worship. I miss you all so much.
I really wish I was there. If anything, this um, this experience has, again, highlighted how important the gathering is. I mean, I'm talking to you right now, but it's not the same as being in close proximity and being able to shake your hand or give you a hug. And so we're going to get back to that point. Uh, again, I'm feeling great. Uh, this is my fifth day, so I should be okay uh, after I take my pregnancy test again. But we'll be okay. We're going to be fine. Find something to laugh about. Get yourself a silly movie if you have to. Um, find situations and that you find humorous. I will say this: I, I didn't. I wanted to talk about this, but I, for the sake of time, try not to laugh at people. You can laugh with people. You know, you don't want to. You don't want to make somebody the butt of your joke. You don't want to demean anyone in your life you know there's there's humor there's off-colored humor there's humor that's just not not healthy at all so um <laughs> steer away from ethnic jokes steer away from sexist jokes i mean you know and if you hear one don't get offended we get offended about everything these days and so let's just not allow that spirit of offense to come in if somebody's trying to to lighten the mood and it doesn't go the way that we think that it should or it comes off inappropriate look this is we need extra grace these days and so you know if something is is off colored just give that person grace maybe speak life into the situation you could say you know that wasn't that funny or <laughs> i don't know just but encourage one another pray for one another and laugh with one another amen all right let's pray and i i don't have communion elements that's another thing that just kind of that that fell through the cracks but um tell you what pastor larry mcgarity uh, come on up to the front and if you can uh, lead us in communion that would be great so if everybody grab your elements i'll pray for the elements and pastor larry can walk us through that uh, during this set so would you bow your heads with me let's pray heavenly father i thank you so much for granite creek community church i thank you um, for this situation that we're finding ourselves in we don't want to do this but we are choosing to make light of it we are choosing to make this situation make us better make us stronger make us faster make us healthier make us funnier so god right now i pray that you will strengthen us from the inside with all power and with all wisdom give us the ability to know when to speak life when to to bring some levity into a situation but also give us wisdom and when we need to keep our mouth shut And God, right now, despite everything's going on, we know that you love us, that you died for us. Die Jesus, despite everything that you faced, everything that you knew was going to take place to you on the cross, despite all that, you chose to laugh with us. And you told some really bad jokes, Jesus. But we'll try to see that they're funny. 
Jesus, thank you so much for modeling what it means to walk in faith and to say, you know what? Right here, right now, there is nothing that is making me sad. And so therefore, I choose to be happy. I'm going to have a happy day. God bless you guys. The communion that you're about to receive, the bread is good bread and the drink is happy drink. Drink it with all joy. God bless you guys. I'll see you in person next week. Peace.